This is Tuesday, January 24th. Have you ever noticed how critical some people are to the life of the community? I remember reading about C.S. Lewis's friendship with a group of Oxford Dons, men like him who were thinkers and writers. At one point, one of the men in his group passed away, and Lewis thought that a smaller group of men, they would have more time for each other, and that they would enjoy their community even more. But he was surprised to discover that there were aspects of the different men that were only brought out by that man that was missing from their group. He realized that that missing man would be a loss for them all. Perhaps we do not realize how we are being shaped in community. As one writer has explained, we become who we are in conjunction with other people becoming who they are. Yes, it's true, the focus may be on the individual these days, but the truth is that we come to be shaped by the people that we have around us. Of course, this makes choosing your community a vital decision. Yesterday, we looked at Paul's instruction about the men who would set the pace by their dignity, faith, and love. And today we hear about the older women. This is Titus chapter 2, verse 3 to 5. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Now, as we've learned, in this ecosystem, everyone has a place of importance. In the ancient world, the older women were often overlooked and forgotten. Their influence was often played down. Widows were sometimes discarded and completely forgotten. But this was not to be true in the community of faith. And the reason is because women have such a strategic role in sustaining healthy spiritual community. How so? Well, first they're to be role models to the younger women. For them to be so, they cannot be given to too much alcohol, nor could they be talkers that tear others down. These vices were common among women in the Roman Empire. Instead, their mission is lifting up and building up. They do this by teaching others with their words and with their lives. They are to be reverent in the way they live. What does this mean? Again, as we heard yesterday with the older men, they are to be respectable. We would like younger women to aspire to be like them. The older faithful women have made themselves beautiful, not with flashy clothing or jewelry, but with grace and love. Years ago, I saw a fascinating TED Talk about bringing cutting-edge education to rural parts of India. In remote villages, they could set up a computer screen that children could use to learn chemistry or biology or other science courses or even languages. But they found that kids would play with it only for a short time. Then they discovered the secret to getting them to stick with it and really learn. The children needed a grandmother. That is, they needed an older woman who would look over their shoulder and ask them questions. How do you think that works? What comes next? Could you show me more? It was an amazing difference. 
that an older woman can make. If the program was going to work, they needed more and more grandmothers. You see, this is what Paul is saying about the body of Christ. This is how it works as well. Older women living by faith become the natural advisors of both men and women. I remember coming to Granada as a young pastor. I often felt daunted by the challenges of ministry and the needs of Granada. But on the front row, literally the front row, each week sat an elderly woman named Yavane. She dressed to the nines in classy, colored, coordinated ensembles. But even more, she was clothed with a dignity of character. She became my encourager-in-chief. I would often receive notes from her filled with joy in being at Granada. You see, there were older women that came to my office to voice their complaints. Some of their words bordered on being hurtful and cruel. And there were times when Yavane practically saved my life and ministry. I wish I was exaggerating. The point is that older women can invest such love and reverence in a community of faith where they can tear it down. Yavane died a number of years back, and I miss her. I miss her joy, her encouragement, her example of reverence. And I think what a congregation would be if we had more older women like Yavane. Who are the older women that have been role models to you and have helped support and sustain your faith? Just as those children in India <laughs> needed more grandmothers, we do too. Would you pray with me? Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for the gracious women that have found ways to serve and encourage your church. Those that cradle babies in their arms, those that show forth the beauty of the gospel in the way that they live and serve the community. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.